Before we start with today's message, I wanted to let you know that your time with God doesn't have to end when this devotion does. Oh, it's Pastor Mike, by the way. <laughs> if you still find yourself wanting more great resources that take you deep into God's Word and deeper into the faith that you want, just visit us at timeofgrace.org. However you learn best, I bet we've got something for you. From our sermons, to our video devotions, to written devotions, to books, to blogs, and, of course, to more podcasts. One more time, just visit timeofgrace.org. I'll see you there. Tanya had weathered the storms of life for more than five decades now. And as she had yet another birthday approaching with an age and a number that was way too high for her liking, Tanya took a little time for some reflection. Her life had flown by in what seemed like the blink of an eye. Her kids were all grown up and and out of the house. They had their own kids at, at this point. Tanya's marriage was doing pretty well. There were some highs and lows, some rocky times, but overall it was it was doing well. It was pretty okay. Tanya was nearing the end of her working career. She hoped to retire in just a few years. And so as she looked backwards and forwards in her life, she started to wonder, where is this all going? What do I have to look forward to or to be excited about in life? What, what's the point or what do I even matter anymore in this life? I think those kinds of thoughts can happen really fast. You know, I think when, when we're young, there's so much to be excited about. You can think about when maybe you were in middle school and you're thinking about being 16 years old or 18 years old, or then you think about going to college, getting a degree, getting a career, a job, uh, having a, a spouse, having children, all these things to look forward to and be excited about, but then boom, life flashes so fast before your eyes and before you know it, been there, done that. I mean, I like to think that I'm still kind of young, but you know, I've done all those things already. And so it's easy to, to wonder, what am I even looking forward to now? What's there to be excited about? What What's the point? What do I matter anymore in this life? Well, the Lord your God wants you to know that you have plenty to be excited about in your life, and there's a lot to look forward to. And I want to share one very famous and one very comforting verse with you. It's from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Maybe you know this verse. Here's what God has to say. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, Please understand, this very famous, very comforting Bible verse is one of the most misunderstood verses in the whole Bible. It's all over in Christian artwork, in homes and in jewelry, t-shirts, clothing, apparel, the whole deal. And a lot of people think that when God is saying, I know the plans I have for you to give you hope in the future, that this means God's going to make me successful. God's going to bless me immeasurably in this life. And I'm never going to have any pains or problems because God knows the plans. That's not exactly what God is saying in this verse. When God says he has plans to prosper you and give you hope in a future, he, he's not talking about Porsches and mansions or big retirement accounts. Really what God is talking about is heaven. God is saying that he knows the plans for your life. He knows how the whole story is going to unfold. He's the master author and he knows all your days. He knows your story and best of all, he knows the ending. He knows that you're going to be with him forever in heaven. 
And as he knows the story and knows the ending, he has plans for how you're going to get from point A, where you are right now, to point B with him forever in heaven. And that's the prosperity. That's the hope. That's the future that God has for you. We've been talking this whole week about why you matter. And I want you to think about the whole span of your life now, from the very beginning when you were conceived and given life and given a soul and a spirit and, and designed specifically and specially, you matter because God gave you that life. And then like everyone else in this world, you, I, we all sin. We sin against our God. We break his holy will. We feel guilty about this. But you also matter because you've been made to be a child of God Most High. His own son, Jesus Christ, came to this world to buy you back from death and hell. You are worth the life and the blood of Jesus Christ. And then as your days are carrying out, whether you're young or middle-aged or old and maybe even toward the end of your life, all your days matter because you have a purpose, a purpose to glorify God and to love and, and to serve other people. And so all the while, in the span of your entire life, from very beginning to very end, God is working in the background. He knows the plans from the start to the end, from the first word to the end of the last chapter. God knows it all. He's working all for your good, and he's leading you on toward your heavenly home. What an amazing, incredible God that we have. We, we might seem to be and, and think that we're, we're mere nothings in a great big universe among so many people, what do I really even matter? But God tells you, you have extraordinary worth because he gives it to you. He gives you life and breath. He gives you a soul. He gives you eternity with him. And he gives you a purpose to live for him here in this world. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are, the Bible says. And as children of God, we have purpose. What an incredible blessing to know that because God shows his love to you and in you and through you, the answer to the question is so clear. You matter. <laughs>